Hello, Saints. Todd here with SafeguardYourSoul.com. Thank you so much for tuning in. We are so blessed to have these moments together in the Word of God. And remember, Saints, there's nothing, there's nothing, no thing happening on God's planet that is even remotely as important as the work of the gospel and feeding the sheep of Jesus Christ for whom he died to save so that they can grow in grace, they can be edified, they can be equipped for the work of the ministry according to the scriptures. And let me just guarantee you this one thing, by the grace of God, this outreach will continue to unapologetically endeavor to preach the whole of the word of God, regardless of who gets offended or not, in Jesus' name. And please remember that your prayers and support are vital to this operation. Thank you. Breaking news, ladies and gentlemen. Jesus Christ was raised from the dead after he was crucified for your sins and buried for three days. And Christ's resurrection is your assurance of every blessing of God. Amen. Let's talk about the resurrection joy that Jesus fills the hearts of his people with and why we can be fearless in death and why we need not fear death. God's people should never be scared to die, but always prepared to meet the Lord. He is risen. We are to rejoice in the resurrection of Jesus Christ. We have resurrection joy, and that's why we're fearless in death. 1 Corinthians 15, 55, O death, where is thy sting? O grave, where is thy victory? Again, O death, where is thy sting? O grave, where is thy victory? You see, this verse, friends, may well be a type of taunt, a taunting song which believers sing as they rise to meet the Lord in the air. It is as if they are mocking death because for them it has lost its sting. They also mock hell because for them it has lost the battle to keep them as its own. Death holds no terror or fear for them because they know their sins have been forgiven and they stand before God in an all acceptability manner and all the things of God that are in Christ. They are found to be in the beloved Son in whom the Lord, the Father, is well pleased. And so they have no fear. And verse 57, thanks be to God, but thanks be to God, which giveth us the victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. Friends, through faith in Christ, we have victory over death and the grave. Death is robbed of its sting. It is a known fact that when certain insects sting a person, they leave their stinger embedded in that person's flesh, and being thus robbed of their sting, they die. In a very real sense, death stung itself to death at the cross of our Lord Jesus Christ, and now the king of terrors, Satan, and death is robbed of his terror as far as the believer is concerned, because we are 
alive in Christ. In Christ, when we close our eyes in death, we awake to the resurrection bliss and eternal joy with him who is the resurrection and the life. Amen. John eleven twenty five. I love Psalm seventeen fifteen. It says, as for me, I will behold thy face in righteousness and shall be satisfied when I awake with thy likeness. That's Psalm 17, 15. Notice 1 Corinthians 15, 16 through 21 says, For if the dead rise not, then is not Christ raised? And if Christ be not raised, your faith is vain, ye are yet in your sins, then they also which are fallen asleep in Christ are perished. If in this life only we have hope in Christ, we are of all men most miserable. But now in Christ we have hope. Verse 20, But now is Christ risen from the dead and become the firstfruits of them that slept. For since by man came death, by man came also the resurrection of the dead. Amen. First Corinthians fifteen sixteen through 21. We are fully confident that the moment we pass, we breathe our last breath, that is, we shall be present with the Lord. Notice Second Corinthians 5, 6 through 8. Therefore, we are always confident, knowing that while we are at home in the body, we are absent from the Lord, for we walk by faith, not by sight. We are confident, I say, and willing rather to be absent from the body and to be present with the Lord. In 2 Corinthians 5, 6 through 8. So right now we are at home, verse 6, in the body and absent or out of the direct presence of God in heaven. And yet we are willing rather to be absent from this body we now live in and to be present with the Lord. Immediately upon death, those that are washed in the blood of Jesus who die abiding in Christ are going to be present with the Lord. The death of a Christian is not tragedy. Death is our passport to glory. Death without Jesus Christ is tragedy, but death in Christ is the passport of the believer into eternal glory. What have we to fear, we must ask ourselves. What do we have to fear other than the long wait before we meet him? Amen. This guy named Kirk Brother Kirk said this, and boy, this guy gets it. Listen to this. I think it's sad, Kirk writes, to see so many who claim to be Christians acting all worried about dying. I get excited more each day about getting to be with the Lord. The good old days are just ahead. Happy New Year's. Happy Resurrection of Jesus Christ. Amen. Brother Kirk. Amen. I've got another friend named Bill and he says, man, if America, if America gets nuked, I hope the nuke hits me right on top of the head. I can't wait to be with Jesus. Amen. For me to live as Christ, Paul wrote, and to die is gain. To die is gain. Philippians one twenty one. For the one who is truly in Christ to die is gain, quote unquote. Also, Hebrews thirteen fourteen. for here, that is, in this temporary life, we have no continuing city. This is all temporal. We're just passing through. Some people are so entrenched in this world and in its trinkets and the, the lure of getting more that they have lost sight of the reality that this is just a temporal dwelling place. And for many of them, it's going to cost their eternal soul 
Hebrews 13, 14, for here we have no continuing city, but we seek one to come. We look far beyond this life. In fact, 2 Corinthians chapter, 2 Corinthians chapter 4, verse 18, for the things which are seen are temporal, they're temporary, but the things which are not seen are eternal. Jesus Christ is the resurrection and the life and will soon raise up all who are truly known of him. Jesus saith unto her, I am the resurrection and the life. He that believeth in me, though he were dead, yet shall he live. John eleven twenty five. In Genesis 15, 1, the Bible says that Jesus Christ is the exceeding great reward of every true believer. That's Genesis 15, 1. They seek nothing more than him. He is truly their first love, their all-consuming passion, their indisputable highest priority, Revelation 2, 4, and 5. Jesus is coming back soon, and he promised that he's going to reward every man according to the work, which is the reflection of what is in the man's heart. Let me say it again. Jesus is going to bring a reward to every man according to his work which is a reflection of what's in every man's heart. Revelation twenty-two, twelve. Jesus said, And behold, I come quickly, and my reward is with me to give every man according as his work shall be. Revelation twenty-two, twelve. Because Jesus Christ rose again, all who are born again in him are raised up spiritually in this life to overcome all sin, Satan, and the world, and will be soon raised up into eternal glory with Christ. Romans 1, 4 says that Jesus Christ was declared, is declared to be the Son of God with power, according to the Spirit of holiness, by the resurrection from the dead. O death, where is thy sting? O grave, where, O where is thy victory? Where, O where is it? Say these blessed, divinely inspired words of our Lord Jesus Christ aloud with me. Let's say it again. It's our perhaps theme verse, 1 Corinthians fifteen fifty-five. Let's say it together. O death, where is thy sting? O grave, where is thy victory? Amen. 1 Corinthians fifteen fifty five. So, do you have fear still, friend? Notice the psalmist, Psalm 34, 4. He said, I sought the Lord, and he heard me and delivered me from all my fears. Delivered me from all my fears. This brings to memory other verses about fear and dancing on fear's grave. How about Psalm 118, verse 6? The Lord is on my side. I will not fear. What can man do unto me? Amen. Romans eight thirty one. What shall we then say to these things? If God be for us, who can be against us? He that spared not his own son, but delivered him up for us all. How shall he not with him freely give us all things. How about Psalm chapter 27, verse 1? The Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? The Lord is the strength of my life. Of whom shall I be afraid? When the wicked, even mine enemies and my foes, 
came upon me to eat up my flesh, they stumbled and fell. Though an host should encamp against me, my heart shall not fear. Though war should rise against me, in this will I be confident. One thing have I desired of the Lord, that will I seek after, that I may dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of my life, to behold the beauty of the Lord and to inquire in his temple. A.W. Tosa wrote this, he says, Jesus is victor. That is the truth his resurrection proclaims. Now it remains for us to allow him to be victor in us, thus multiplying the glory of his triumph in the hearts of his people. Love it. And it's all made possible by the one Redeemer, Jesus Christ, who was delivered for our offenses and was raised again for our justification. Romans 4.25 again, who was delivered for our offenses and was raised again for our justification. What a blessing. Psalm 34.4 says, I sought the Lord and he heard me and delivered me from all my fears. Notice all my fears. I love the book of Job. There's a verse there and it says this, Job thirteen fifteen. though he slay me, yet will I trust him, but I will maintain mine own ways before him. This is essential, the abandonment of our lives into Christ for us to be free of all fear. If you still have fear, it's because you have not released your life by faith into Christ. For though he slay me, yet will I trust him, but I will maintain mine own ways before him. And that shows up in the performance or the outplay, the unfolding of the way you live your life. Notice also Job 19.25, for I know that my Redeemer liveth and that he shall stand at the latter day upon the earth. Amen. Notice here that one must seek the Lord for deliverance. Again, Psalm chapter 34, verse 4, I sought the Lord. Are you seeking the Lord, my friend? I sought the Lord. And he, what happens when we seek God? He hears us, right? I sought the Lord and he heard me and delivered me from all my fears. My friend, do you have fear in your heart? Notice this, perfect love casteth out fear. Notice 1 John four sixteen through 18. And we have known and believed the love that God had to us. God is love, and he that dwelleth in love dwelleth in God, and God in him. Herein is our love made perfect that we may have boldness in the day of judgment. We need not fear any judgment as we are in Christ, who is our righteousness. So he says that we may have boldness in the day of judgment because as he is, so are we in this world. There is no fear in love, but perfect love casteth out fear because fear hath torment. He that feareth is not made perfect in love. And when we're dwelling intimate, in love with the Lord, who is love, all fear of death is going to be cast out. And how does that happen? Psalm 34, 4, I sought the Lord and he heard me. Notice he sought the Lord. Are you seeking the Lord? I sought the Lord. I'm talking about relentlessly, not as a hobby, 
but as a relentless and unrelenting pursuit to know him, that I may know him and the power of his resurrection and the fellowship of his sufferings. Philippians chapter 3, verse 10. Again, Psalm 34, 4, I sought the Lord and he heard me and delivered me from all my fears. Do you want to be free of all fear? In anxiety. Well, you can be. Proverbs chapter 1, verse 33 tells us this Whoso hearkeneth unto me shall dwell safely and shall be quiet from the fear of evil. Amen. Quiet from the fear of evil. Those who love and seek the Lord are going to be quiet from even the fear of evil. First Chronicles 16 11 Seek the Lord and his strength. Seek his face continually. I want to encourage you to memorize that verse. It is First Chronicles chapter 16, verse 11. Seek the Lord and his strength. Seek his face continually. Are you seeking the face of the Lord continually, my friend? I hope you will. There's no other way to get blessed. In fact, the residue of anxiety and fear is only to motivate you and to convict you to set your face like a flint to seek the face of the Lord. I want to encourage you again to memorize First Chronicles 16, 11. Seek the Lord and his strength. Seek his face continually. Let us pray, friends. Heavenly Father, We come to you in the name of Jesus Christ and thank you for sending your only begotten son to die for my sins, Lord. He was delivered for our offenses and was raised again for our justification. Thank you that the son of God died and that you raised him from the dead, Father, to justify us and that your resurrection, life and power indwells each of your people today as we are born again and abide in Christ, identified with the death and burial of Jesus Christ and raised up with him. Glory to God most high. Thank you, Lord Jesus, for your resurrection power to victoriously overcome all fear, to overcome sin and Satan and this sinful world and to be fruitful in helping others to know you. I now look for your soon return, Lord Jesus. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, brothers and sisters, it's been a blessing to spend these moments with you in the Word of God. And remember, there's hundreds of more Christ-centered, scripture-rich, edifying podcasts on safeguardyoursoul.com forward slash audios. There's also a store page with several many books on there for your edification in Christ. They're all scripture-rich and Christ-centered. Also, tens of thousands of saints and sinners are being reached every month, and you're prayers are coveted for the fruitfulness and supply of this outreach. God be praised, by the way, for those who are supporting. And feel free to visit our donate page on the site. And you can use your debit card, PayPal, or Patreon. And you can become a monthly sustaining member if you choose to do so. And a gift of any amount is so appreciated. Part of this outreach is to equip and supply other ministering disciples across our great country 
country and all over the world. And may God be praised that there's fruitfulness happening among his people and through his beloved saints as we know that the return of our Lord Jesus Christ draws nigh. And we say together in the words of Revelation 22, even so, come Lord Jesus. Amen.